Hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of It's About Bravo. It's our first episode of 2022. We are so excited to be back behind the mic, ready to talk all the shit and all the gossip in the Bravo world. I'm Zach. I'm Modesto. And let's get into it. Let's start off with... That's my opinion! God, I miss hearing that. What's that that one um, clip from... RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars where Ru finally says, like, lip sync for your life. And she's like, God, I miss saying that. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I feel right now. I miss hearing it. I miss hearing us. Uh, Speaking of hearing things, I do sound like Luanne Della Seps when she got up and was like, water, water. I don't know. Water, water. It's like waking up with Darth Vader. Why did I sleep in here? Look at you. Yeah, Mo has been through the ringer this holiday season, like literally, uh, like I feel so horrible. I'm like 99% sure, you know, when they were like, the news has been like in LA, the first case of the fluenza or like not fluenza, the fluorona, whatever discovered. I'm like, bitch, the first case was right here because I had the fucking flu and I've gotten COVID. Three times, guys. Three times. I I I feel horrible. I'm sorry. I'm not laughing out of like I, no, feel I think horrible. it's I think it's hilarious. <laughs> when you get COVID three times, it's time to look inward and realize like maybe it's my actions that I am <laughs> that I'm getting COVID. Like what happened? Like what did you do? Who did you piss off? I work in like hospitality and retail. Like the first, the second time I got it was in hospitality. I worked at a restaurant where we got like up to 300 covers a night and the holiday season I worked in fucking, I'm a stylist. I see a lot of people. I, t- I told Mo, I was like, who did you piss off up there? And he was like, not up there, down there. Satan himself <laughs> sent this disease to me. <laughs> Literally someone did fucking brujeria on me. <laughs> Oh, Lord. Okay. Well, we pray for most speedy recovery. I have yet to have the Rona, the Omicron. Bitch, the Delta, I just don't think you got tested. I've gotten, <laughs> bitch, I've gotten tested twice. Because there's then, been some times that Zach is real sick and I'm like, mm, I, yeah, don't I don't know. Think, I don't think that was like. No, you did get tested that one time. You were really sick. Yeah, I got you tested. You got exposed to it, didn't you? Uh huh. There was the super spreader event of last year that I went to on Halloween. Where yeah, that was everyone. (laughs) Everyone and their mom got it, Um, and I didn't. I got tested, and then um, Christmas of last year too. Some like I got sick like right around that time. Got tested, and that was like pre-vaccines, right? Yep. Yep. Pre-vaccines. Zach going to super spreader events. I know. Problematic. That's problematic. I know. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, listen, um, I'm, I wasn't problematic. I'd wear my mask. I lived in New York. I like everything was like super fucking strict here. And I still got it three times and you got it zero. So whatever. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> It is what it is. So it ain't no more. All right. Let's get into some of this Bravo news. So we want to recap um, the Real Housewives of New Jersey trailer that dropped. We didn't get to talk about that before our holiday hiatus. And let's take a listen. This guy is no, charming as So there's a car salesman. I don't know why she wants to hide everything. Why are you still filming? Why is just the constant conflicting story? I don't like how you're nasty talking behind my back about my boyfriend. You do not want Margaret to be your enemy. No. You're a bitch. 
sick, disgusting liar. Teresha should be f***ing careful. Tell her to shut the f*** up. You're going to respect me. Really? What the f*** are you going to do about it? She sounds like a f***ing hater. I don't give a f*** what you say. Because I'm trying to explain to you. I'm done with summer. I'm so done with it. I'm living for this trailer. I think it looks fantastic. There was some people on TikTok that I saw that said they were underwhelmed by it. And I was like, where? Yeah, that was like one of the best trailers that we've seen this year. It was so good. Everybody is fighting with everybody. I will say, I think the the most underwhelming thing is the fact that they've used the same fucking cast photo for like five seasons in a row now. Okay, the disrespect that Jersey gets out of all the franchises. I mean, I even think that Dallas was more respected in the promo area with. Okay. Cause Dallas's like, second season promo was low key fire that all red was. promo. Oh, I love that picture. I love yeah. that promo shot, but like, and then they, they all got new like intro shots. They all got like, you know, and I'm like, we thought, like, thank God they at least, at least updated Dolores. My God. I mean, Dolores has been running around in that same silver dress for about five fucking years now. <laughs> her Man. pink tagline dress, her pink tagline dress. I'm like, I cannot. But the gag it. is that Dolores has done so much work. It looks incredible. She looks so fucking like her body's got done, her face, everything. And they have the same shot. <laughs> also, like, kudos to Dolores because she dropped that, that man. I don't loser. Loser. Ah, loser. Yeah. loser. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, this clip of fucking Phaedra has been going around Twitter and it's like going around TikTok, like not on the Housewives TikTok. It's becoming viral. And she's like, ah, loser. <laughs> loser. <laughs> loser. <laughs> it's like one of my favorites. I love Miss Fay Fay. Uh, no, like I'm like, I I, I don't understand how. Dolores tried to convince herself for so long that David was everyone knew like when you're friends, like this is, this is T like whenever you're in a relationship, listen to your, listen to your friends. They can see shit that you can't see. Just listen to them. Like look I inward mean, and see what friend you're listening to. Cause if that it's that well, friend, that's a fucking hater. Then don't fucking listen to that bitch. Okay. Yes. But listen to your, like, if it's your like closest friends, your family, like everyone is like, kind of like, uh, I don't know. Like, and it wasn't even like hateful in Dolores's case. You know, it wasn't even like she was in like a really bad spot. It was just like she wanted more and this guy was not going to give it to her, period. I think she was seeing that like he was good with the family. He was good with her, uh, with Frank Sr., with Frank Jr. And she was like being complacent. But this new guy's fucking hot. And I think she's getting hot. that. She's getting that pussy beat. <laughs> as she deserves <laughs> he's like good for you Dolores like I mean he is cute like he seems just more her vibe and everything so and Dolores um, got so hot like she's always been a beautiful woman but like like we said like in five seasons she looks fucking phenomenal I, love I mean Dolores. she's one of she's one of the housewives who doesn't have to bring it in every case for me and it's like a good glue to the group that just like I just love and just makes me feel like comforted um and she just also has that like old jersey vibe that just like I don't know but yes like so back to the trailer all the bitches are fighting even even some weird alliances that we weren't going to expect like Jennifer and Jackie like Marge versus Teresa like 
I mean, everyone kind of knew that March versus Teresa was coming. I feel like we all saw like the writing on the wall throughout the seasons, you know, I mean, their relationship started off really good with her giving that like, you know, moment to Teresa for her mom, but then things started to crumble. I mean, when, (laughs) when, when Danielle pulled March's ponytail and (laughs) that clip, okay. I tweeted, what is like a moment? What is a line delivery that lives rent free in your head? Mine was when Dolores says, okay, Jackie. Okay, Jackie. That's like my favorite, like one of my favorites. But someone tweeted that that sit down with Danielle and Melissa, (laughs) where Danielle was like, she told me to pull her hair. And I said, should I pull her hair? She said, yeah, do it. Looked at Teresa and she said, yeah, do it. (laughs) (laughs) Marge took that way too lightly. She was like, no, I understand, Teresa, you were going through a tough time. Like, what? She's no. going to assault you. <laughs> no. And then at the reunion, when uh, Teresa's like, I never saw it until I saw it on TV. And then it and then it immediately cuts to the clip of, like, Danielle pulling Marge's hair and Teresa just going like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, Teresa's not dumb. Well, she is dumb. But she's like, she knows you got to make good TV. And she was like, mm, this season's kind of flopping. Pull her hair. Pull her hair. Okay. Pull her hair. Speaking of tree, Mo, you have a story for our listeners. Guys, I have a story. So I work in in a very like upscale mall in New Jersey. I live in New York, but I work in New Jersey. So I commute every day. Um, This mall is literally, there's no Zara in this mall. There's no H&M in this mall, mama. We got a Sephora. Yes. But like, that's it. Everything is luxury, luxury, luxury. Um, so I'm on my lunch break and I'm at Bloomingdale's doing some shopping. Um, I work for another department store, but, um, I see this red white man yelling on the phone and I have to a red white man. (laughs) I'm like, what is this man's ethnicity? Because he is so tan, but he's also very white. He's yelling on the phone, yelling. So I'm like, okay, let me go see what this tea is. Who is this guy? Mind you guys, I'm like blind and I don't have my glasses. I lost my glasses months ago. Different story. So I'm like, I walk up, I see it's fucking Louie. I knew it from like far away. Something in me was like, that man is a house husband or soon to be. So I run up and I see him just like screaming on the phone in front of Lululemon and Bloomingdale's. He's like adjacent to both. He has this massive St. Laurent shopping bag. And I'm like, okay, there's no way that he went into St. Laurent and bought a bag that big enough to fit in that shopping bag. He is with a woman and that woman is Teresa Judice. So I follow him around the store as he's on the phone. And I don't mind see- you, Mo, Mind you, Mo called me at this point. Oh yeah. Like, I called Zach immediately call, and I'm like, calls me immediately. I answer the phone. I literally am just like ready to Kiki. I'm like, hola, como estas? And, and I'm like, goes, shut the fuck up. <laughs> he's like, I'm like, oh listen, God. bitch. He's like, Louie is yelling in front of Bloomingdale's right now. <laughs> yeah. Zach like literally answers the phone ready to Kiki. And I'm like, no Kiki, bitch. No Kiki. We're this is serious reporting boots on the ground. Let's go. <laughs> so I follow this man around Bloomingdale's. I don't see Tree. And I'm like, okay, maybe he just like bought her a gift at St. Laurent. But then again, I'm thinking, this man is broke and a con artist. He ain't buying her a bag that's that, the like the size of that bag, $5,000 like purse for sure was in there or shoes. So I'm like, let me go back to my store. My lunch break is almost over. 
I'm at my store. I text my friend who works at Bloomingdale's and I'm like, go upstairs. If you see this, she's not a housewives watcher. I'm like, if you see this couple, the woman specifically, you call me and I will run back into that store. So she goes upstairs and she's like, is it this tan dude with, and I'm like, yeah. And it's like, and the lady with the big fake lips. I'm like, yes. And she's like, yeah, she's here, bitch. I ran. My store's on the other side of the mall, guys. I was running. Zach said I was running like that Nini clip. <laughs> he was like, he's like, ah. <laughs> and mind you, I'm still getting over fucking the Rona, the Omarion, the COVID, the Delta, Burke, all of it. So I am, I'm out of breath. I'm running for my fucking life. I walk into Bloomingdale's. There she is in all of her glory, Teresa Judice. She is has so many returns in front of her. I think she was in the fitting room at the time that I went and chased Louie. So I'm running around. I see her. I stand there and I'm like pretending to look at clothes and I'm like, hmm, hmm, hmm. and she's just going through a big ass Louis Vuitton bag talking about she can't find the receipts. And she's like, I don't know where the con is. <laughs> like, <laughs> she's like, oh, this bag is so massive. Has her fingers fucking looking through it. Um, She's like shorter than I thought in person. She looked like really whatever. She was wearing like workout leggings as Teresa does. Um, and like a cute little sweater. And she had her big Louis Vuitton bag. Her lips were so fucking massive in person. The hair was a little straggly. She looked like she had been through it. Like she was just had worked out. Like the extensions. Th- it, it, it was a Thursday at the mall. She was just going. At the mall. At the so mall. I'm watching her for like at least like 10 to 15 minutes. I t- I'm talking to my friend at the same time. My friend doesn't really watch Housewives, but she like knows the players. And she's like, oh, that housewife is here. And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, didn't she go to prison? I'm like, she did. And she goes, did she go to prison with that guy? I'm like, no different guy. So we're like... <laughs> We're both pretending to just like, you know, uh, but also just stalking her like a hawk. So then I get back to my store and no lie, like 30 minutes later, I get a notification that says Teresa Judice is live on Instagram. And I'm like, wait a minute. I click the live and she's at her house. So I'm like, how did she get from the store to her house that fast? I map it. Her new house is in a part of Jersey that is less than like, 20 minutes from my mall. It's exactly 17. I tracked it on the maps. So that means guys, <laughs> she's doing the work. She's I'm doing, doing the work, work for you guys. That means that Teresa's new mall is my mall. Cause Franklin lakes is like 50 minutes from my mall. So that's far. There's a bunch of malls in between, but that means that short Hills mall in New Jersey. Um, I just, what's that called? When you like give yourself up, I just dox myself. <laughs> <laughs> That means that Short Hills Mall in New Jersey is Teresa's new mall. So there will be more sightings. And when she comes into my store, you better fucking believe that I'm making her my client. That's Ooh. all I got. So, and I'm Come good at now. my, I'm good at my job, bitches. So if there's really one thing I, if there's one thing I do, it's I'm, I make relationships. So we love to see it. I like, I, but it's like, I'm boots on the ground. I'm here. He was like, I'm running. It was just so funny. Like keeping up with all the little tea and everything like I'm that. I'm sending so. voice memos. So out of breath. I'm like, guys, I mean, uh, I spotted her. <laughs> I was like, she's wearing leggings. She's got a little Louis Vuitton bag. She's got a shit ton of returns. <laughs> <laughs> she had so many returns. I think she was exchanging to be fair. Cause she was trying stuff on. Fair, fair. But yeah, like that's a little Teresa story. The uh, new season of New Jersey premieres, what, February 1st? That's like a Tuesday. Um, And we will be recapping it here on It's About Bravo. So stay tuned. 
So let's talk about the rumors that are swirling around about Mo. I'm gonna let you take this over since you love to talk about people eating each other's pussies. <laughs> I'm a sexual being, and I think it's very interesting when our housewives hook up because, like, of course. Um, so there's tea going around the Reddit streets that made its way through Instagram that before was it before filming season one or like I think I think so I think it was before yeah because you you know remember they started pre-production on season one of um, a while ago a while ago they did pick up shots they did like you know they were just testing out the women they did test there was there was a bunch of women that were testing out too like they like you know like when they had that one scene where I think I think it was the scene where uh, Lisa was like, it's a little Utah. Like that was like from like that, that was like when they first like got together. Like, yeah. There was a lot. I think it was almost a over a year of pickups. Um, so in between that time, somehow Jen Shaw and Miss Meredith Marks were allegedly at a steakhouse. I'm going to guess it's like Ruth Chris, um, you know, some something fancy okay um at the steakhouse they're whining they're dining one thing leads to another miss jennifer shaw apparently done ate out <laughs> meredith's box and remember there's rumors that they were sleeping with the same man people were trying to say that man was harry dubin i think that was just like people trying to throw you know remember what i said i said that is just like a marvel fucking like yeah pipe dream like it's just like when people are like oh and like wouldn't it be awesome if like in the cinematic universe that harry doing come like no like yeah, yeah. like we are not having cameos like that <laughs> no we're not but i do believe that these two women got drunk i don't know if it was at a public steakhouse maybe they went to the bathroom to do you know some things um because they both get down they both i feel like drink a little too much they do a lot of things they don't remember the things um, so allegedly that's why all this animosity that Meredith has towards Jen. And I believe in my heart of hearts that Meredith and Seth are swingers. And I believe that Jen cheats on her husband constantly. And if you guys didn't listen to, do you know, did you ever listen to that episode of Bitch Sesh? Great podcast, but that they had the Uber driver that dropped off Jen. Shaw. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That she was coming up from a man's house for sure late at night. And I think that they all just like get down with the get down. And I think it's going to come out like at the end of this season, Meredith's going to expose it, but like people need to expose her because she got her pussy. Ate. Listen, listen. Okay. I can't reveal anything crazy or anything too much um, because I was asked not to, but not only by a person that I know, but another person that I know um, who lives in New York ran into Seth and Meredith and it, it, the, the picture that they took together very much gives very much gives swinger energy. And then secondly, I may or may not have heard about a picture that was sent from one of the two of them to somebody. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to say much that more than that. This is all a legend, but um, I do have, yeah, Tea. but the dots are connecting. The, dot, the dots, the are, dots connecting. are connecting. And guys, I'm pretty sure you're smart enough to put the dots together. Those two get down. It's it's giving. Yeah, it's very much giving swinger energy. Oh, and so. apparently Jen went around Utah saying that Meredith's pussy stinks. Like uh, like Brandy said to Joanna Krupa on Watch It Happens Live. <laughs> Jen is messy. That moment that on Watch It Happens Live is so iconic. When she, she Brandy got sued for that for years. <laughs> like, oh, oh yeah, I remember that. 
<laughs> when they had to bring Muhammad into it and Lisa Vanderpump and medical records and pH balances. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about her Gucci smells. Oh my God. Oh my I don't gosh. know nothing. I don't know anything about vaginas, but <laughs> well, yeah, we, bitch, we know that. <laughs> we know that, girl. Um, I don't know that I find this story so fucking fascinating. And I just like, I want to know. Because Meredith, especially, I'm telling you guys, in a season or two, it's going to come out that her like drug storyline, her abusing alcohol, like that bitch is lit up on camera all the time. Mo and- has been saying this for like a, a long time. Mo, like, M- Mo has been. Try, Mo has a board probably in his apartment with all these like red lines. I'm like that meme like, from fucking yeah. It's Always Sunny. <laughs> guys, I'm so like, as someone who has done every drug known to man, hence why I don't drink anymore. Um, I, I, I know the signs. I see it. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's and, the, the math is starting to add up here. It so. is. And that lady is on some uppers and downers mixed together, which causes her to be a little bit. Zilly bit. Uh, allegedly, 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 allegedly. <laughs> we don't want to get in trouble on this podcast today. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Um, that was a, that was a scathing segment. <laughs> uh, <laughs> did you, did you miss us? We're, we're back. We're back, back, back again. Um, all right. And then finally, I am really excited. Oh, I'm praying that this news is true. Mo is not, but I am praying that this news is true. There are rumors in the Big Apple that our beloved matriarch of Roni is coming back. Hi. Surprise. You gotta be kidding. You have to be effing kidding. Hi. Uh, matriarch of Roni. Ma- matriarch of Roni, and I will I will back up what I'm saying here, okay? Bitch, you're Ms. a no, This Jill Z- motherfucking Zarin, okay? The the show was connected around her. Don't forget that. Okay? It, it, was. it was. I'm actually it was. So I'm yes, on the matriarch. New York chapter of Dave Quinn's book. So the show was connected. The show was correct connected around her. That's why I call her the matriarch. She she was, won't let you forget it. No, she won't. She she put some respect on Miss Zarin. Zaren's name, um, but there are rumors that she is coming back into the fold, that she is going to be an apple holder again. I pray that these are true because I just think like, okay, like give her a shot. If it flops and tanks, send her on her way. But I no, I don't that- think Roni has enough room to tank or flop though. Like they, I, the, I just don't want it. This is not the direction that I want them to go in. I don't care about the age that they go in. I don't care about any of the looks of the women that they go in. I don't need young. I don't need hot. I need rich, stylish, but messy. And it's like, and, and I think we can, Mo, I think we can meet in the middle. Hear me out. Okay. I think both of us can get what we want. All right. No, I my meeting both- in the middle though, is like Dorinda. Uh, but no, I'm saying Dorinda, Jill. All right, Dorinda, Jill, Luann, and um, Ramona. Sonia as a friend. Girl, that's already five. So, no, Sonia as a friend. That's four full time, and then three newbies. Okay, I that are I diverse don't... and rich and wealthy and cute. Like, give us like three. But then it's just going to feel like bring two in separate three, shows. Bring in three newbies that are like connected to the group or whatever. But I just think that like Jill and Dorinda already like have like some kind of friction. Ramona and Jill has always been like peak, even Lou versus Jill. I just think it's going to, I just yeah, think but Lou and Jill are like besties now. 
but and then I just think that we I just I, I have faith in that I do are you I guys do, I listen do. I am so like Stockholm syndrome with Roni like I'm just missing it so fucking much that at this point I'm like bring on who fucking ever and throw a camera on them and put these bitches on the Upper East Side like yeah. I don't care I'm even fine. I'll take Jill I'll take it I just throw a fucking camera I I just uh, yeah I I want I'm a, I want my Roni back really bad I'm starting to get like really like frustrated I feel like but this see, is almost like, me, like I feel like this is almost I feel like at this point when OC had its like hiatus at this point we had some kind of casting news you know we knew I'm that saying? we were excited because we had this point had we knew early on that Heather was filming and we're gonna get into OC because you guys cannot be fucking pleased for the life of you um like you would be eating out of the steakhouse and be like that was terrible bitch um um, actually also guys breaking news i just saw all over twitter that it is being rumored that miss mary cosby did not show up to the salt lake city reunion wait i saw that as well it's like all over like betches is tweeting it um i mean i can see it mary she's she will officially she will officially she will officially lose me if she did not show up to that reunion Oh no, she'll lose her job. Well, <laughs> like, that too, but I mean, like, she is hanging on a thread with me as like wa- wanting her on the show. Yeah, no one knows anything, but there's a lot of rumors going around that Miss Mary did not. But I'm hearing so up. far that it's just rumors. Like, it's like there's not there's no legs to stand on yet. But I'm seeing it a lot. Yeah, but where like, did that come from? I saw that it was the I think the Peach Report reported on it first, but they but they clarified that it was just rumors so far. So. We'll see. I mean, if she didn't show up, it's like she knew that. What does she honestly have to lose, though? Like, you think these people at your church are going to stop, like, following you because of all this? Like, no. No, but but she is in... Wait, wait, let's cover this in our solid. Yeah, we'll get into that. We'll get into it because I have many, many opinions about Miss Mary M. Cosby. um, And we will talk about it. But really quick, let's dial it back to Roni. I don't know, like the Roni that I want to see, I know you guys fucking hate Liam McSweeney, but I love her. And I think she needs to have a season that wasn't like that last season that felt like so forced where everybody was like, make it or break it. And she was bringing like way too much messy energy when everyone was bringing nothing and being complacent. Uh, the the like energy I want to see on Roni only makes sense with like Leah as a connector. Like, I think that the young diverse or older diverse or like stylish people in fashion, like that people, those people are only going to come from Leah because you know, the other women do not run in that circle at all they run in that state so there's no connecting person that would be like you know that would bring that type of person in that i want to see on roni i would personally be okay with leah coming back um when mo and i get into arguments in our group chats i always bring up how leah is a horrible housewife and all those things but i just say that to like really dig the knife into his (laughs) i I don't say it because i actually mean it i just like i i i what's that what's that line that um was it marge yeah where she's like i said it to hurt you and i'm I'm sorry about that i said it to hurt you hit a nerve hit a nerve hit a nerve um but yeah like i but i personally and it's nothing against Ebony. I le- I really like like Ebony. I like there's housewives that I like, like who I can't stand and I don't think are like really good housewives. Ebony, I really like. I just don't necessarily think that she's the best housewife. I think that she's a little bit too like dialed 
back. Uh, like I said, I think that she would do great on a cast of all women. I just think that that of pop, like strong opinionated women. I just think that that cast is sitting around a table and it's at 11 a.m. weekdays and it's called The View. Yeah, I just think I think she she'd be so way better good. for that. Yeah, so good for the view. Show. But I want you know I want and I think she POC. wants that. I think she wants that too. I don't. Think, I don't think I she think wants she to looks be on at, Roni. No, I think she looks at Roni as a stepping stone. Which, like, yeah. I mean, it's a great stepping stone for a lot of women. I, I personally do not see her having like the lasting ability, like on Roni. And but I do want our cast to not be just old white women. You know, like I want it to be a mix of both. I want us to have like. Like you miss your Kristen Takemans. I want some, I want some young, but I also love my, I love my housewives like old and delusional. Like they're my favorite, you know, most days I hate the boomer generation, but on housewives, it is just peak comedy for me. So no, but I'm like, look at Elisa Barlow, who is like hot, has great fashion, but is also the most delusional person on Salt Lake City. Like, I love that kind of housewife. Like, get me that, get me hot fashion like there's no reason why the beverly hills and salt lake city girls are serving us fucking fashion but the new york wives look like a fucking tj maxx clearance rack and yeah. as a girl who loves a tj maxx and is a maxinista i don't want to watch that on my screen if i can afford better clothes than you then i don't want to see it <laughs> <laughs> well let's pray that both Mo and I get our Roni manifestations and whatever you guys are manifesting for Roni, put it out in the universe. I need to hear some concrete news. Soon, yeah, I need please. something. I need something. Give me something. But anyways, that is. That's my opinion. Now let's get into our Orange County recap. family to the end i thought you and i were good and it was just like a big you it it felt sure devastating like it's horrible i'm i am horrified about all of this i'm just being honest i don't know that i trust you 100 percent, but i am willing to forgive you I, i i screwed up because i'm a loyal friend I made a, a lot of lot of laps of judgments, and I apologize for that. Shannon is not crying because she feels bad. Shannon is not crying because she has remorse. Shannon is crying because she got caught. I made a huge mistake. I'm sorry. Thank you. All right, so we open up um, back at the Heather Shannon sit down. All right. We never got to talk about this on the podcast, but like, what did you think of that? That line, that threat? Um, I thought it was like, okay, do you know when somebody like, this is what I picture somebody going in for a monologue reading at an audition for, and they're like, okay, read the scene. You know, everyone reads scenes differently, but Heather, for some reason was like, if you ever come after my family again, you will lose a lot more than my friendship. That is a threat. Or that's not a threat. That is a promise. (laughs) 
It was so like uh, there was a fucking like space between every word. The casting director was like, what got killed the part. Yeah, what killed me the most is that right after she went right back into you got it, Janet. Like she was a normal voice. I'm like, bitch, that was so rehearsed, but I it lived. Was, listen, I do not care that it was rehearsed. Me either. Okay? I, I do not care that it was rehearsed. It like it it's something that Heather would say to a waiter. Like, I mean, I, I mean, is it, I mean, is it like the, the waiter at Mastro's? She's like, if like, you ever bring my steak, not well done, you will lose a lot more than your job. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's not far out of the realm of possibility with Miss Heather DeBrow, but it is like, it, it's clearly rehearsed. But listen, you guys have to understand the Orange County that we are working with right now and what these women, all of them, and I'm going to get into it. I'm going to get into Noella and Jen. Shannon, Emily, Gina, like you can see it. You can see it clear as day is that these women have heard us. They've heard us. They've, they've heard that the people are not happy. Heather is going in thinking I am like they, they, they take me off the bench coach, put me in. Like, it's very that, you know, it's very, we need to save this dying franchise. And so all these women are coming in guns blazing the way they do it. I, I do not care right now. They are building the foundation of what this new era is going to be. We have to get through these bumpy kinks of like, you know how, like when there's a first season and a lot of the drama is clearly like not, not forced, but it's like something that people want to argue about normally that they would let go it, really easily. That they would let go really easily, but they're pushing it because because you know, building. especially I don't think Shannon would let this would like let Heather off so easy if it wasn't Heather's first season back and Shannon no. had literally no ties to the cast. Like Shannon's only fucking friend right now is Noella, and they don't know each other from fucking Adam. Like they are like, let's just let's be friends. Yeah, no, it's it's very that. So these women are clearly, yes, we, but we have to get through those little like kinks of them trying to, I'm just appreciating them coming to work. Like, I yeah, mean, like, like they're like, showing up and they, OC hasn't shown up in seasons. Like that show was carried on the fucking boobs of Tamara judge for fucking yeah, years. And she's, you time. know, those boobs got heavy and then they had to let her go. <laughs> they had to let her go. They had to so, let her go. So it's, I'm just glad that they're coming to work. Was it rehearsed? Sure. Maybe. But, I'm sorry, but it's, you know what? to me, it she makes delivered it more it. iconic that it was <laughs> she, rehearsed. She delivered it flawlessly. In my I dreams, mean, I hear that over and over. <laughs> I mean, if you ever. So they, so Heather and Shannon kind of make up. You can tell that Shannon, like, and, and you, like knows that the fans are going to eat Heather up. They like love her. And so she yeah, is but like, the opposite like is happening. I, which is so annoying. Did you guys okay, think, listen, okay. Did you guys think that listen, Heather also, was going to change? When we say you guys, okay, we're not talking about you guys, our listeners. We're talking no, about the Housewife fandom. You guys not are you guys, friends. You guys, you guys have taste, okay? But you guys in the fandom, it's like really fucking annoying. It's like, what did you, what did you want? Like Heather DeBro is always gonna. She's always been this way. She's. She's the same bitch that we knew. Like you thought in five years that this woman was going to change. No, she's going to get even more pretentious because the show came crawling back to her because they made a successful empire. Her podcast is super fucking successful. Like it is really good. Terry got botched for seasons. Like not his face. He did botch his own face, but he had the show botched on E. And <laughs> not his face. He botched his face. He botched his face in Nicole's boobs. But he had that show. Like. <laughs> They they made it without OC Housewives. Like 
they had the money. They got richer. They got more successful. They stayed in the fucking press. Like they didn't need this show. The show needed them. So of course she's coming back even four times more pretentious. And she's got an ego because yeah, they're, they crawled back to her, you know, and everyone has been saying, bring Heather back, bring Heather back, bring Heather back, you know, and I, I'm here for it. And and this is the most I've been here for OC in a really, really long time. So yeah, like week to week, I'm loving it. And OC has never been like, oh my God, this crazy real life drama. There's never been arrest. There's never been. It's just fucking old white ladies fighting. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's what we're here for. I'm here for it. I'm ready. Okay. But my but- favorite part of this scene was when... <laughs> She was like, and I need to go get Terry now and you have to apologize to him. And then Shannon, her confessional was like, no, I got to apologize to Terry. And she's going to stand there and watch. (laughs) (laughs) And Terry comes in in his uh, Santa Claus kind of claymation look. Like, I cannot unsee it now. Like every 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 time he comes on, am I still very attracted to him? Sure. Is it questionable that I'm attracted to like this claymation looking man? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. But he looks like those Christmas claymations, like like the, like Jack Frost or like the, the, what is it? The flame monster. I don't, I don't know what it's called. Like the, you know, I'm Mr. White Chris. Like he looks like those people. (laughs) (laughs) He literally does. Um, And it's sad because Terry is such a handsome man. But is he? Mo, he is. Okay. I'm sorry that it's just not in your realm, but like there's there's young men that I can look at that I'm like, they are objectively handsome. And there's old men that I can look at and be like, they're objectively handsome, and he ain't one of them. Okay, whatever, whatever. So she apologizes to Terry, and as she's apologizing, he has like a June bug on his back. June bug. Just like a dog with a squirrel. Okay. Oh, that's good. I appreciate your apology. Let's just move on. And and she's scraping it off. And Terry's face, the way that man was visibly annoyed, was like. Yeah, but he had like, to be nice because he knew they were dragging this woman for filth. And he's like, I can't be mean to her while like, because I'm sure Heather ate her up. I love how Shannon immediately runs to, like, she's like, everything's good. Everything's good. Everything's good, Heather and Terry. I would never want to hurt you. I would never <laughs> do you. I would never do that. I would. I'm so ashamed of myself. I and really then her am. sweet, sweet boyfriend. He's oh, okay, so okay. nice. Can we talk about this? I was going to, I was going to mention this. Whatever you stand with Shannon whatever okay like put any of her actions aside that woman has not had a man support her and be on her team in so long her husband never never was on her team like and it that's tough for anybody to for your partner and your relationship to not be there for you and this man clearly he didn't even didn't even say well what did you say you know like it was like wow i don't like that i do not like the way they spoke to you and not we all need a little bit of that. So I'm happy to, especially Shannon Bador. Yeah. You know what? Shannon to me is becoming, I don't know if I'm the only one on this train, but she's so likable this season to me. Like I am enjoying Shannon. I do think that she was being messy, but like, I also think that the other two are not taking accountability for it at all. Like they yeah. did, they did spread this rumor and they also aren't dumb. They knew that this was going to get ratings, a storyline. They knew that this was going to be a moment. So that's why they spread it. Cause they knew their asses were on the line before anybody's. So Jeez. like, 
they're not getting any fucking flack for it. And Miss Shannon Bedore is coming off to me very likable because she has her tail between her legs. She knows this very well might be her last season. She has no friends on this cast. I think that Shannon is coming off chef's kiss and I'm very much enjoying her this season. I agree. I like Shannon this season. And you know what? I've never hated Shannon. She's like, always just been like, there for me. No, like for me, I think she's an iconic housewife. I think that she's a staple of OC at this point. Um, yeah. I think that she's had like major moments. Uh, this is my I, fucking plate. Like, you fucking bitch. I will. I will. Without I will. you at my table. What? Get the Keep out of here. He's needy. I this is my plate. You fucking bitch. Yeah. That's not my fucking plate. I'm done. <laughs> you, you all see the truth. You will all see the fucking truth. Shannon, stop. Be <laughs> between the lines. <laughs> you want to know what this is? This is Vicky Gungleson when <laughs> she's like <laughs> squeezing her little pooch. <laughs> oh no, like, not the pooch. Oh my but, god, that was yeah. a, that was a bad time for her when the fucking trainer was like, "Yeah, you're heavy." Oh yeah, that was that was tough. That was that mean. was tough. Now let's get into the Jen versus Noella feud. Okay, this is battle battle of the thirsty newbies. Like yeah, like battle royale of newbie thirst. Okay, like I was like whoever team you're on. Okay, it's it's clear Mo has and there's a lot of you guys that have very strong feelings about Jen. I have such I, strong feelings about. I Jen. I don't like to me. I'm like indifferent about it. Um, but <laughs> Mo Miss 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 Modesto does not like Miss Doctor Jen. <laughs> no. Okay, but with that being said, I do like that she's being messy and in that later scene when she talked about Noella's marriage, like yesterday. You don't find that strange? When I first met Noella, she told me that they had a wedding, that they weren't married, or they'd been together and they're waiting on a divorce. And it it was some sort of complicated situation. It just is all very well, confusing. They are married. They have She's it? coming to bring mess. I just don't like her as a person. Um, to me, it's giving very much like how are you gonna hate from outside the club when you can't even get in? Like <laughs> she is, you weren't supposed to be full time at this point. You were a friend of, so you like went into this party so weirdly and were like, "Hi, Noella. Um, I want to touch base with you later." Like I'm not your fucking employee, and I'm sorry, Noella read her ass back forth to the front, like all over town when she was okay, like, but how, also, "How many wait, times go. have we met?" And she was like, "Uh, like four, twice, tw- twice." And when she dragged that poorly lit selfie, she said, you tagged me and that poorly lit selfie that wasn't even a good picture. And that's weird behavior, guys. If you're on TV or not, let's say you go out to dinner with someone, you meet them one time, you see them in passing a second time at a very large party. Okay, we met twice. They now go on Instagram and tag you to promote their business. You're like, that's fucking weird. Okay, it weird. is it is it is super weird, but Noella didn't need to report the picture. She could have just untagged herself. <laughs> and you know what? But a housewife <laughs> reports the picture. A pedestrian yeah. untags themselves. Okay, true, true. I'm glad she reported it. Like, but because that um, was funny as fuck. And she's like, <laughs> I, I work exclusively with a med spa and I had to report your photo. <laughs> And then, and then and then she takes the selfie, and I was like, oh, already like super weird. And then and you know, so both of them are like 
I feel like both of them are like grasping at straws to like find something to hate about each other. But like, but I don't think Noella was like grasping. I don't think Jen was even on her radar. I think she was no. like, I don't know who the fuck you are. And then Jen came out of nowhere and was like, I need a moment. I haven't been in this cast. I haven't. This is my second cast event in six episodes. So I got to fight with somebody to do something. And Noella was like, I met you fucking twice. And then we keep hearing that name that shall not be said over and over again. And I'm like, are they setting us up for like Miss You Know Who to come back? No, I don't know. Please, God, please, God, no, no. Oh, oh see, you've done a lot of things wrong, but this would be the worst. <laughs> um, I, you know, she's like, you're thirsty. Get some lemonade. You're thirsty. That line was We corny. need to get you. It was super corny, but you know, it was it gave me my favorite line of the episode, which was Jen explaining the whole thing to Heather at the bar. Um, and she's just like, Oh, she just came at me out of nowhere and was like, you're thirsty, go get some lemonades and stuff. And Heather's like just listening to her with her high pony. And then just looks at her and goes, explain the lemon thing to me. <laughs> <laughs> like that sent me through the roof. Like I was no, like, was howling. Good. Um, but yeah, this, it, it, everything it was, is this party was, Packed with petty drama. It was also when they're fighting and Heather's like, well, my they're like (laughs) when Jen is explaining the situation to Heather, Noella hears her from afar, comes back around and is like, no, 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 (laughs) I don't like the condescending bullshit. You're a poor like, what did she call her? She said, little girl, little girl. Stop it, little girl. I was like, it is the era of the little girl. Yeah, (laughs) little girl, (laughs) little girl. (laughs) <laughs> like her coming back around, it just gave me very much housewives energy. When Heather was like, "We can't do this at two parties. We cannot do this. At <laughs> we two cannot. Parties. We cannot do this again." <laughs> you know, she was self-producing in that moment when she's like, "We gotta like, you know, the drama has to be like spread out between the fucking episodes." So right now, this drama needs to be focused on Shannon and I, and you guys can do this at the next party in episode five or six or seven. <laughs> it was literally that. It was like out loud, and I'm like, Heather, you can't be self-producing that out loud. Um, but also, you know, I got to give props to Miss Emily. Okay. I got to give credit where credit is due. Okay. She's actually selling me the season. She hired belly dancers at her party. So she's trying to like elevate, she's trying to elevate her parties, which I, I I'm here for. She's also, she is also stirring the pot. She's being a bone collector this season as well. She is like very much not afraid to say something, which I like appreciate. I was like, and then at this party when the belly dancers came out, I was like, come on belly dancers. And then the, the creepiest weirdest shot was Shane's dad in the background. Did you see the way they panned? No, I didn't though. Oh, oh, it was so weird. Emily's stomach. Oh, and he was like, like, that's my favorite belly. Oh, I would kill my husband. (laughs) Dead. Divorce. Divorce. Like Noella, papers and flowers. <laughs> I'm like, here, here, Shane, here's some flowers for passing the bar. And also you've been served. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know. I'm like, I'm loving OC. I'm loving this petty drama. I'm living for all of it. It's really like just bullshit, but I'm here for it. Um, we got a Shannon scene with her dad. Um, her kid man look. That man looked good for 92. I know. He's on top of it. When they said his age, I was like, no, 90 what? He looks like he, he looks like a, a ripe 84. Like, if that, like maybe 82? like 82. Yeah. 
<laughs> but no, like uh, her kids not knowing who Dean Martin is was offensive to me. I I was like, I was like, Shannon, do better, do better. I, do I don't know who Dean Martin is either. Mo, oh my gosh, you. Uh, I can't even that? say you kid because you're older than me. Oh fuck you! Who is that? Um, Dean Martin. Yeah, he's an iconic singer from like back in the day. He was in the Rat Pack. He's like friends with like Frank Sinatra, like all that stuff. Okay, well, good for him. He sings the uh, many many Christmas songs. He's like I, you know me. I love that old like jazzy type of like. I'm yeah, a cheek to like, cheek gay like old men. That too. That I'm too. sitting here listening to Sean Mendez and fucking Harry Styles, bitch. Mm-mm. Get cultured. Um, I have culture, okay? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I live in um, New York City, bitch. Yeah, you will never forget. You will never let any of us forget. <laughs> I was like, we were talking about um I watched the I watched the Harry Potter uh reunion special that was on HBO Max and it reminded me of the time that I was at a gas station in Palm Springs and Tom Felton, who played Draco Malfoy, was in front of me and I didn't ask him for like a picture or anything. And I was like, oh. Because my friend tried to convince me that it wasn't him. And I knew for a fact, I was like, this is, I know we're in the middle of the desert in California right now, but this man played that little wizard boy in Harry Potter. And it was like, when he ordered his American spirits, he, that's what he got at the gas station. And I was like right behind him. And he's like, can I get some American spirits? And I was like, oh, bitch, this is is that man. And so I was like, I didn't get a picture or nothing. And Mo was like, Zach, we don't ask for celebs pictures. That is so tacky. If you ever want to be a New Yorker, you will never do that. I said, who said I want to be a New Yorker? Listen, anyone who's a New Yorker knows, like, I don't know what the culture is in LA, but as New Yorkers, we see celebrities every fucking day and everyone's just minding their business trying to get from point A to point B. Like, I've worked with so many big, big celebs. Like, I've met Rihanna. I've worked with Naomi Campbell. Like, I've seen every celeb you can think of on the street of New York. I've been at events with, like, Gigi, with Bella, with all the all the girlies, with Kim, with the Kardashian, the whole clan. Um, and you don't, you just don't ask for a photo. It's not a thing. Well, okay. If I was a New Yorker and I saw them every day, sure. But you, bitch, I am from the Midwest. I am when I see that, that is like seeing a fucking dinosaur in the fucking wild. One time, okay. one of it my is, friends, it is, was it is very different. I take out my phone and I go, "Well, come here, Miss Thing." You could you could take a picture of them. That's fine. <laughs> um, one time, I was with my my friend was visiting from Ohio and she came to New York and we were walking and Gigi and Zayn were in front of us and there was a shit ton of paparazzi that like came in the middle of us. We were all going to. I think we we're going to the same restaurant. We we're like walking up the street and she's like, oh my God, do you like stop them for a photo? And I was like, if you fucking ever, cause also my New York friends were there too. And I was like, don't you fucking dare bitch. Also um, there was like the period of time where like, um, so we're from Cleveland. Mo lives in New York, but we're both from Cleveland. But um, Tristan Thompson, that fucking oh, trash of a human um, was on, we, we have the Cleveland Cavaliers. Okay. So we were a, Pretty big deal when Braun and Tristan were here because the Kardashians were here all the time. They stayed at the nine downtown. They went to like the restaurants and stuff. So there was constantly Kardashian sightings in Cleveland. I remember when Chris and Kylie were in Cleveland and I got, I had a PT cruiser at the time. I got in my PT cruiser and I searched for them downtown. I like went like downtown's not that big. It's not New York. I was like going up and down West six. I was going up and down all these streets. I was like, where's Miss Chris Jenner at? I was like, hollering out the window. But 
we just don't see them here like you see them. So it's just a, a very different energy. I'm sure it's situational. I, I'm not going to be asking every single celebrity that I see on the street, but like there's some that I will ask and then there's some that I won't. I feel like Tom is an appropriate one to ask for a picture. Okay. He's not like a Gigi Hadid. You know, girl, listen, <clears throat> you want to embarrass yourself, embarrass yourself. <laughs> I can't with you. But I, can't. I, will not. I know what I, I know who my supporters are. And it ain't me. It ain't you. It never been you, never has been you, never will be you. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> all right, let's go back to OC. Uh, we get the Shannon and Noella scene. Noella talks all about like Jen, just weird behavior. Weird. Weird behavior. Oh, we also forgot to mention the scene that like made Mo see red was when Jen said that you to Noella, she was like, You said that Tom Ford is your god. And I just thought that was super offensive. Like, like shut the like, fuck, <laughs> loser. <laughs> loser. You're a loser. Like, who says that? Like, what were you offended by? Like, what? Are you some fucking weird, like, fucking it's Bible orange. thumping Christian? It's it's Orange County, girl. It's the fake Bible thumping Christians over there. Okay, well, bitch, Tom Ford is my god too. Have you seen the man? <laughs> my God. But you know, it's Orange County. That like we, we no, had, but you know what it we felt had, like. We it had, felt we, like she was losing the argument. So as Noella was walking away, she's like, "Well, you also said, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. You also we said had Tom a, Ford was your god. We had about thirteen seasons of Vicky Gunvalson going. God doesn't like that. God doesn't. God hates divorce. And when god she also divorce. said, "I'm like Jesus Christ being nailed to the cross," <laughs> which is so blasphemous to say, honestly, that is offensive. <laughs> I don't, I'm not offensive. offended by anything religion based, though. I don't give a fuck. I we know. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so Nicole is really, or Noella is really kissing, um, Shannon's ass this season. You can tell like who is like, you can tell who is leeching onto which veteran, you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. And like, it, to me, much. what it's so weird is that we're not getting the full story because we're not getting Nicole confessionals. So we don't know why Nicole's turning on Noella, why she's telling Heather what Noella said, why later on she is so far up Dr. Jen's ass, because I think she wants to free cosmetic surgery, not that she needs anymore because the face is as botched as the tits. But... I just, it's so weird that we're not getting the full story with her. Like, why aren't we getting confessionals? Because now it just doesn't make sense, you know? Yeah, I mean, like, for God's sakes, like, Angie got confessionals, you know? And and she was only on for two episodes and half of this last episode. Not even half, like a millisecond. You had a, if you blinked, you missed her. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I want, I want some Nicole confessionals, but it is panning out that theory of that she just drops off because of the unvaccinated thing. But but they're gonna let Nicki Minaj, I guess, host the reunion, and she was oh vaccinated. My, oh my god! Right? Okay. But I mean, I guess like it's Nicki Minaj was there for like a few hours with them. Everybody was tested. Well, was I guess like it was also like days. it was also like different time. Like I feel like this was yeah. And then if Nicole's with the cast fully for that long, not vaccinated, one one COVID spread, production is shut down for two weeks. You know. Right. It wasn't five days at that time like it is now, CDC. <laughs> it was fucking 14 days. <laughs> um, but I remember yeah, how we, bad Atlanta was last season because they constantly oh, every were other down for two weeks. And yeah. it's like no storylines were sticking because it would be two week breaks every fucking other week. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's just, we don't want that. No. So, girls, sorry. Um, we get this scene, like that, how you said, with Nicole. And Dr. Jen, her kissing her ass, she like shows up. I, I'm like, 
God damn it. I love this bitch though. I really want Nicole. I want Nicole to hold an orange. Like she came in with a fucking Louis Vuitton suitcase filled with cheese. I, I like that is housewife behavior. Like I that was like lame to me. No, I just thought it was so funny. <laughs> I thought it was so lame. I loved that. that was I like thought it was part. loser. <laughs> I thought it was so funny. <laughs> I wasn't gagging. I was like, I love this. Um, but yeah, like I'm like, is is Nicole even Noella's friend at this point? I mean, like, she is really just because like, they came in at be- as besties, and then Dr. Jen is like explaining the situation, and Nicole's like in there in her fucking corner, like, yeah, she didn't even she didn't even take the picture, she didn't even do this. And it's like, damn girl, no loyalty. No loyalty at all, which is you know, I it's great for TV. And I want one of the messy twins, um, Gina and Emily, to go to Noella and be like, you know, Miss Nicole was throwing you under the bus left and fucking right. I think, I think it's going to be. And um, I want, I, I want think it's going Noella to be Emily. to read that blush faced monster, Nicole James, for Phil. Emily's doing her job. Emily. Okay. Emily, is. you're right. She's doing her job this season, and I'm not mad at it. No, she is. Like, what did she say to Noella when it was their solo scene? What did, like, yeah, she, she brought up the fact that Jen was like, and I like that she's not siding with Jen. She's like, well, this is making me look at Jen sideways. Like, why are you bringing up her marriage? And why are you like clearly lying about her? Yeah, because Jen, Jen accuses Noella of like never even being married, which LOL, my mom, <laughs> my mom is not a housewife watcher. She really like can't stand them. Like my mom is like, she's annoying because she'll like, <laughs> She'll like, she'll like stand in the corner. She'd be like, oh my gosh, what are they arguing about? And then one minute, if she's like annoyed and she doesn't want to watch it, she's like, turn this shit off. It's trash. And I'm like, you were just like kicking about it like two minutes ago. Um, but she sent me this. She's on Puerto Rican TikTok, you know? Yeah. My mom, as my mom is as well. <laughs> and um, there was this TikTok of like this uh, Puerto Rican girl, like talking about the Noella sweet James, sweet baby James or whatever house situation and about how the wealthy basically use the fact that like Puerto Rico is a colony pretty much. Like, it's like, not like it's, the taxes are very cheap. The taxes. Like, yeah. So it's, I think he just doesn't want, I think he's using it to like make more money. So it could, he's probably also, he probably has a woman in there. Oh, he has a woman in there, but I also heard that they lived in Puerto Rico seven months out of the year. So that was actually their home. And the OC was like the side house for his business. Listen, um, a Bravo historian had a really good tweet where she said, do I believe a single word coming out of Noella's mouth? No. Am I like, like truly, truly obsessed with everything going on? Yes. Like I'm loving watching it, but I don't believe a word old girl is saying. I think she's a liar. I think she's a con artist herself. We found out this week that she has a six-year-old daughter that she doesn't even have custody of that she can't talk about on the show because she owes almost $300,000 in taxes in that custody case. Also, there's rumors that she served James the papers first. So- It's a mess and she's a liar and I'm here for every second of it. I'm here. And then he came out with that, all this stuff. There's a lot that came okay, out. The IG the videos, weeks. I don't, I'm not here for because no one's invested in that shit. No, no. I mean, like that. no one's invested in it, but it's like, who's, who's more phony? Like who's lying? You know right. I mean? I feel like they're both like, they both give me like weird energy, but like Noella is just very like TV. Like it's, she's, she's working. I'm, and I, I'm fine with that. You know, working for the Birkin. 
She's working for the Birkin. We get the Noella and Emily scene. I love him. I don't want this. I don't want this. Yeah. But I feel like I would be such a fool to allow this man back into my heart, back mm-hmm. into my home, into mm-hmm. my bed, into mm-hmm. my life. So you're really at the point of like no return. I have to wear <laughs> Noella is like, I need to whisper because I'm like, who? That, that, that's where she so lost weird. me that's where she lost so me weird. i was like okay you're fucking weird as shit right now and emily was like is the house like fucking bugged with like f- are they listening to us like what <laughs> you know that? i wouldn't be i wouldn't be surprised <laughs> somebody remixed like, it with uh the whisper song by the yin yang twins <laughs> <laughs> she's like uh you know he is he's moved to puerto rico and he served me papers with the flowers and i don't know uh if i should sign them and I opened the door and they're like, are you Noella? And I said, yes. And then he's like, you've been served. <laughs> it was she's like, She's like, he gave me flowers because he knew that I wanted, oh, like the last time it was like her mom or something. I was like, this is a mess. And you know, Emily is, she's showing up to every single cast member. She's listening. She's, she's taking notes. She's it's taking notes. She's going taking, on in her personal life, but she is. You know, and you know, no. right after that, she called Gina and she was like, this bitch is fucking whispering. Fucking whispering whisper. the whole goddamn time, Gina. She's like, it's Gina. so weird, Gina. These it's new girls, it's I cannot weird. believe them. <laughs> but you know what, Gina? We got we got a fucking season, Gina. <laughs> she's like, she's like, Gina, cheers, we're not on the chopping block this year. <laughs> we're coming back. <laughs> I'm loving it. She threw the vase in the trash. And you know, Emily comes back next season. She'll be on longer than Jill's Aaron. Just saying. <laughs> I don't want to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> that does not match my fantasy. But anyways, <laughs> I mean, kudos to the Ohio girl. Ohio, come on, rep. Come on, come on, Ohio. Come on, Ohio. Um, but anyways, that's our Orange County recap. Let's move on to Miami. was your older son who uses too much marijuana drugged him many times many times i said he drugged him you can't keep on bringing up the past and what happened before and what because we're not going to be able to move forward i said as a big brother who he looks all right let's talk about miami i am obsessed I just love the way that Peacock is like doing their production. I think it's like fantastic. I, I it's, it's so very cool. different. It's very different than how Bravo does their things. Like, but I don't think this would work on Bravo. I don't think so either. Yeah. And you know and what? And people fine. are, people are like saying like, Oh, I want 
why isn't this on Bravo? Like Megan McCain tweeted, like that OC in Miami should be switched. Like my Miami should be on Bravo and OC should be on Peacock. I don't necessarily agree. I see where she's coming from, but you I don't necessarily I have agree. this crazy theory. How about you all just shut the fuck up and watch it where it's on <laughs> and enjoy it. Period. Period. Stream it, on, stream it on your little TV or stream it on your fucking computer. I don't give a fuck where you stream it. Just watch it and shut up. All right. Uh, really quick, really quick. Power rankings go. Miami. Oh, like how? Oh, where are the Alexia, girlies for you? Alexia, number one. Mm-hmm. Um, Adriana, number two. I know she's not a housewife, but whatever. Um, fucking Marisol, number three. Marisol. Um, we're going to go with, um, I think, Nicole, number four. She's giving us a lot of good storyline. I'm really interested in her whole. You know who like, I want to see on an ultimate girls trip together? Who? Marisol and Sutton. They're both these like oh, yeah. skinny they're little kooky. twigs who are like kooky. And it's like, I and like. their bodies are very similar. <laughs> they're very similar. It's like, like little like. Um, and then, no, actually, I would switch Nicole and Larsa. I'm really enjoying Larsa. And I didn't think I would be. So mm-hmm. let's do Larsa, Nicole, Gertie. Um, do, do I have them all? You're for, you're forgetting. You're are you purposely forgetting Julia or? Oh yeah, Julia. Uh, Julia's after uh, Nicole. Uh, see, I'm actually enjoying them all. Like I'm enjoying all I, of them. With that said, like there's no shade towards any of them. And I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to put um, uh, Julia over Larsa. Larsa oh. to me is like Larsa to me is giving the least. Like she's gonna have to do a little bit more than just OnlyFans and like some reaction but shots I'm in, in the background. I'm, I'm interested like, in that. I, I, I mean, know. no, I mean like I'm interested in it too, but I'm a little bit more like I feel like I the dynamic between Adriana, Julia, and Martina is like very interesting because it almost seems like Martina, like Julia keeps saying in her confessionals, Martina knows I'm a flirt. She knows I'm a flirt. And, and all this stuff. And, and Martina nothing is of the sort. Not, yeah. Martina <laughs> seems like she's like, Martina has brought up for two episodes now, like, you have not given me a foot rub in 13 fucking years, bitch. What, who, and, 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 she, and then in this episode, she's like, you are touching go udders and you are not touching my feet. I'm like, how bad do Martina's feet look? I think take that, those, and then in the next episode, off. we get Lisa making out with Julia. So I think this bitch wants to fuck everybody but her wife. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like, he's down um, to fuck every cast member that's not her wife. And I'm here for that. It's very, yeah, no, it's very interesting. I like, but so I'm just, let's talk about, we didn't get to talk about the last episode, but like Julia's story one i'm very intrigued but like it's so heartbreaking but i feel like there's a big question mark like still like i'm like and i saw an article yeah so this nanny done killed your kid like where where's the nanny where's the nanny why did she like well there's speculation of like foul play like that it was like on julia's part no like that like someone was like intentionally trying to get her son killed but like who? The like father? she like pissed. I don't, I, like, yeah, I think it has to do with like the father or something like that. Like someone like I saw an article like, about that's it. wild. And why aren't we like digging deeper into that? They brushed think, that off I way hope, too quick. I, I hope we I hope this, this is not the last time we talk about it. I, I hope it I gets hope brought up at the reunion week. or something. Yeah. And Andy I is do. hosting. Andy is hosting. It films in two weeks. I have some uh, friends that are working it. They're going to get us the tea. See, period. <laughs> period um but yeah so that whole thing is like 
I'm just like so intrigued by it. I just, I, I like, like Julian, the first episode wasn't doing it for me, but she's grown on me and I really like am enjoying her and I'm enjoying like how jealous she gets of Adriana with her man, like all of it. Like, I just think it's like very interesting, the dynamic between her and Martina. Um, I yeah, hate my that pa- house so much. That fucking farm looks like it stinks. It does look like it stinks. Martina is number one for me. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> When she's like, she's like, are you the Pope or something? <laughs> I was like, bitch, give that bitch a mojito now. Okay, literally. Um, but yeah, like last episode we had that whole story. Then we had the dinner, which was like chaotic as fuck. That with was like Gertie, Gertie, Adriana. I love Adriana. Shut the fuck up, Gertie. <laughs> she's like, nobody likes you, Gertie, okay? Sorry, don't push me. Don't push me. Martina, because it's very intrusive. Back off, Gertie. So, like, you like this the whole night, man. I can't even see her. God. Gertie. 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 Stay out of it, Gertie, okay? She loves saying okay. Gertie story is, Gertie's story is sad too, though. Yeah, but it's like if someone's like, my nanny came in, shook my baby to death, then fled the country, has never been seen again, murdered my child, and she's like, well, I also lost a child in the womb at four months. What yeah, I mean, just like, just, just, uh, save that for another time. I think she was, I, I don't think I can like judge any, it's, it's hard to judge somebody's reaction to their trauma. own trauma. Like, you know, like, I think they were really trying to like, tra- she was like trying to trauma bond and like, it was just, it was awkward. It was, it was Rihanna awkward. was like, I but can't believe Gertie's over there talking about her baby. Well, bitch, I mean, how do you respond to someone saying my kid was shaken and killed and the nanny like done fled the country? You know, like, I mean, like, I I wouldn't know what to say if I had a baby die. I'd be like, my baby died too. <laughs> I'd be like, <laughs> I've had, okay, this is a little sidebar, but I've had like, very weird instances this week. So I had one client that came in and was picking a lot of like black stuff, like clothing. Um, but she, it was like sparkly see-through. It was like very expensive stuff, but like very much like New Year's Eve. And this was after New Year's. So she's putting everything in the fitting room and I'm like, oh, where, um, like, do you have an event? Like, where, what are we styling you for? And she's like, uh, my son just tragically died. And I was oh like, God. I was like, oh, um, I'm really sorry to hear that. But uh, okay. And then I had another client this week, like two days later. She's like, I need a very sharp pantsuit. I'm like, okay, what colors? She's like, anything but black. So obviously I'm like, no funeral. And I was like, ooh, what are we like? Is it a work thing? Are we like going on vacation? You know, I'm like being very cheeky. I'm like, what do we, you know, what do we want to look good for? And she's like, my husband died of COVID. (gasps) (laughs) Oh my gosh. No, I like when I worked in retail, like that was like, I used to work for this one company that we like our stores were like very small. It felt almost like boutique ish, but it like wasn't a boutique, but like we, we would build, like we would have our clients, we'd build like relationships with our clients and everything. But this one woman came in and she was like, my husband's father just passed away and I need something for the funeral. And, but his sisters don't want me at the funeral. And she starts just like that, like dumping everything on me. That's, and I'm like, that's juicy. I'd be like, I was like, I was like, oh. she's like, his sisters hate Back me. turns on the mic and pants. Blah, 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 blah. Like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I was like, Oh, but girl, but yeah, like these two were definitely trauma bonding. Um, but, and, 
And from the outside perspective of like Adriana, she's like, what the fuck? But like, at the same time, it's like, just let Adriana just don't. I think that like, it was just, it felt super uncomfortable and like out of nowhere. Like imagine if that woman was like, I'm for my son's funeral. And I was like, my son also died. And she's like, wait, do you have a son? And I'm like, no, sorry. I just wanted to bond with you. I take that back. That was inappropriate. (laughs) (laughs) Gertie is very high energy. That woman is on at least 60 milligrams of Adderall because like she's not at that level at all times. But like when she's at that level, it's like, whoa. Like even Nicole right. was like, I need a Celsius or whatever. You're on girl. Like, You're like on a 10. Yeah, no, she is like, you know, and her I was also husband, for her husband is like a mute. Her husband, a mute. <laughs> he shakes his she, head yes or no. She, yeah. <laughs> She's like, we're so different, right? I love you. You're my bag. You're my best friend. Love you. Oh my God, firefighter. And he's like, uh-huh. <laughs> She's like, she's like, lame, boo, corny, tomato, tomato, tomato. Oh my God, corny, lame, boo, tomato, 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 I'm throwing tomatoes. She's like, say something. (laughs) Oh my God. Um, (laughs) But yeah, they're like, their, their relationship is, is interesting. I do love Larsa's like reactions to shit. Like when she was just like sitting in the background at that dinner, she was just like, what the fuck is going on? She was all of us. That was one of the most chaotic housewives dinner because like, it doesn't feel like since it's not a Bravo show, I feel like production isn't so involved in it. They're kind of just letting it happen. Mm-hmm. There's probably one field producer as to where on OC, there's probably like six to seven at once, you know, on one scene. Right. So it just felt like it was like, whoa, bing, ding, dong, ding, dong. Like everybody was fighting. I'm like, what's going on? They're like, I could, it was a lot. It was a lot. Now this episode was a little bit different. It was a little filler, but you know what? Not every episode could hit it out of the park. Like the last one, it was a little filler, but. I mean, it was, it was like, an, another Alexia centered episode. I mean, Alexia's truly carries season on her back. When she went to go meet the gay husband's dead, uh, the dead gay husband's gay lover. And he like, didn't show up and she was just getting wasted. And <laughs> she's on the phone. Like, um, hola, I understand why you don't want to come, but you know, I really wanted to speak with you and um, I hope to see you at another time. Okay. Damn. To me, I'm like, I'm like, why did he reach out to her if he didn't want to be on camera? Like I thought he wanted Maybe he didn't <laughs> think it would be on camera. Maybe he Maybe. also, you know, what's big in, um, in the world of Miami is like rent men. Um, he, he could be like a rent man, you know, uh, yeah, like one of them, true. one of them prostitutes. Um, <laughs> That you buy on the internet. A man of the night. A man of the night. And that's really big in that Miami world, especially for older men. There's always those stories of like congressmen or like, remember that one congressman that was in Miami with and like overdosed with the two rent men? It's a big thing over there. So he could be like, I don't want my face to be seen because I'm selling this hole in this pole for $200 a night. Oh. You know, <laughs> ask me how I know prices. I've just looked it up. I think it's, I think it's so interesting. Like male Mo, Mo is like an expert on this kind of shit. It's so funny. hear him talk about like, we, like we, we were in this other group chat. He's talking about OnlyFans and he's like, he's like, you chart like that. You can make this. I'm like, you are, are you the Larsa Pippen of No, OnlyFans? I find, I find this stuff so interesting. <laughs> like I love sex work. I'm all for sex workers. Like get your fucking bag. Uh, but like I do the math in my head. So I'll be like, okay, how many likes do they have on OnlyFans? If they have like 50,000 likes and they're charging $9.99 a month. That times $9.99 is a lot of fucking money. Also, um, speaking of Larsa Pay and your taxes. OnlyFans, speaking of Larsa and her OnlyFans, uh, her little one-on-one, her little OnlyFans 
101 with Adriana and Adriana's like, I can charge this much for my feet. And she's like, are you kidding? You'd be lucky if anyone would pay $5 for your feet. Oh, my, my feet's gonna be $200. I mean, if it were me, I would charge $5. Cause I, I see your feet and I know what I would pay for your feet. You pay five bucks only? Let's make this clear. I ain't no $5 a foot girl. Adriana would be lucky to get $5 a picture for her feet. Like seriously. And then she's like, she's like, look at her Instagram. The pictures that they used, <laughs> shady. They were taken out of Samsung. The way that they screamed. And then in her face, she was like, um, I think like $5 is good. And Adriana's like, what? And then she like looks down and she's like, well, I'm looking at your feet right now. I think, I think $5 is good. <laughs> Larsa also like, looked but those pictures, so good I mean, those episode. pictures, she looked like, it was just so funny. Also, you can, t- but okay, Larsa did look good, but there were scenes, like there are certain scenes with these women where you can just tell, you're like, this was shot in Florida in the summer. Yeah, like these um, bitches are sweating, like it is yeah. hot. It is They're also very shit. dry, dry, yeah. dry yeah, like Jennifer like, Aniston in those fucking like Avino commercials. <laughs> dry up, bitch. <laughs> Never noticed. She's always yeah, seen, she's like, in, it's all everything for dry though. It's like the Avino, the smart water, the eye her eyes. <laughs> Girl, I got dry eyes too. It's a it's a chronic thing. It's awful, but I don't. Mm. We also get an Adriana solo scene for a minute. I'm like, I'm like these same thing with Marisol too. I mean, like these bitches are basically full time. They're full time. I I would enjoy them being full time more than like other people. I'm like, okay. I know who you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) No, I want them all full time except I do too. Kiki, she could be a friend. We haven't seen enough of her to even care. And that would just put us at eight. Perfect. Perfect. Maybe next. Perfect. Season. Maybe next, next season. This cast does not need to be touched. No, I agree. Um, we get the an Alexia scene with Todd. She's really trying to like, you know, Todd. figure this whole thing out. Is she gonna get married? We obviously know she does, but like she, I, I would have, I would have, um, you know, some thoughts thinking maybe I shouldn't if my son okay, but I need her to stop being like this wedding's not gonna happen if um Todd and Peter do not make up because like this it's just not gonna happen like babe you know it's gonna fucking happen and right. I don't think Peter went to the wedding so oh really yeah there was photos and like he had stories of him in LA while they were the wedding was in uh St. Bart's I believe Ooh, okay I don't well, think Peter went speaking- mama Speaking of Alexia, let's talk about the big part of the episode. This is like the major, this, this whole scene riveting to me. I was like, I was like glued to the TV. Um, It was Alexia and it was, it was, it was heartbreaking. It It felt like it got me, it got me mad in certain points, but then it made me feel happy at the end. Like it was a whole, I felt it felt too personal to watch. Oh my gosh. I was like, this is like a lot. Like this is like your home dynamic that like y'all shouldn't have put on camera. Yeah. But I'm glad you did. And it started off very um, hostile. Not hostile. It started started off off fine, but then it, it, it switched hostile in two seconds it started off like very good i was like oh okay like they're gonna were you on like whose side were you on during this whole thing okay so i have obviously like many opinions about this and i don't think there's one right answer to it and i don't think there's one wrong answer to it so um todd i think started off 
Todd gives me the energy of being able to push something under the rug and like, and not push something under the rug. I don't want to say that. I want to say he's able to forgive or look past something and move on. I think, you know, I don't think he's like holding on to much. Like, I feel like he was trying to make an effort with Peter. I feel like he does like, like love Alexia and wants to obviously like have a relationship with her kids and her family. But certain things that he said were horrible and he needs to apologize for that. Like saying like, I think his delivery was, was way too harsh. It was like, okay, you have all this pent up like frustration, but like also why the fuck are you coming at Alexia this hard? Like, do you not think it's hard enough for her that her son who she thought was going to be like a normal 24 year old is basically disabled now. And she I, has to do everything for him. And then they're saying this in front of fucking Frankie, the whole thing. Oh my gosh, I guess. Maybe, maybe shouldn't have been like, Frankie, go in the other yeah, room. Go in the other room. I, I gasped. Like, I went, oh, when Alexia was eavesdropping on their conversation and Frankie just goes up behind her and holds, like, comforts her. I almost cried. I, I, I almost cried. Too. That was so touching. That was so touching. And like, you know, she is, it's. Like all of that, none of that was like performative. I feel. I feel like that's like if the cameras were up, that conversation would have happened. If the cameras were down. Oh yeah, happened. Like if the cameras weren't there, it probably would have gotten more. Like more the resolution. Yeah, the resolution probably wouldn't like, happen. Peter is crying. The whole thing. Oh I my god, that was like when Peter was. See, that's like the thing about those tough boys who are like you know, just not good guy. Like, you know, they were raised kind of fucked up that like want to be like the bad apple. Like inside of them is really just a fucking hurt kid. Yeah. And like when he immediately sat down and just started crying, like you just saw like that little kid in him and then her just coming up and then sobbing. Like, I think she's trying her fucking best to be a mom. And like, yeah, she's, they've never really had a male figure in their life that's been like there for a while. Like Herman died, his dad died. Like, I think she's just trying to be a good mom. And like, it's shitty for Todd to like go so hard at it. I mean. Todd wasn't wrong in some of like what he was saying at all, but how he was going about it, where he was like, you've done, I hate people when they have not been there. They have not been in the situation. They have not been like boots on the ground. Like, like, you know, like, like, I feel like I'll, me and my dad will get into arguments where he'll say things where I'm like, you weren't there. You didn't, you were not yeah, in the house when that experience. happened. Like, you didn't let, like, I don't understand why you were coming this hard. And he was coming so hard. And what I did not like, the only thing that really, really did not sit well with me was when he said, Frankie's not my son in front. Oh. I'm like, you're married. Like you're marrying her. He's going to be your son. You, if why you, are you sitting here? Why arguing? are you saying that? Well, why is that your rebuttal? Like, why are you sitting here fucking arguing about it then? Like, I get what he's saying. Like you could be doing more things for his developmental health. And like, instead of just sticking him on the phone with an, you know, an iPad or something, like he's a kid, like he could be, he's capable of more, but also like, why are you going so hard about the situation? But then turn around and say, well, he's not my son. So I really, well, yeah, you know? should. what he should have said is he's not my son, but I can't for him like a son and i feel like sometimes i'm doing more than like you know right. than i should but i also like point. when she was like so what are you doing and i like how her and peter were kind of ganging up and he's like you guys are a little fucking team over here like but also they dealt with the grunt of it they dealt with when it was really bad when he first yeah got when he first accident. got into the accident like what are you gonna like i mean no one knows how to handle that kind of situation and it could and it's take also years probably so hard out. for peter to be like i had a brother who was my best friend we were growing up together we're very close in age and it's like now i don't it's hard to build that connection still you know mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. hard to like you know pick him up and be like, let's go here let's go to the mall let's do let's play basketball let's go do this like it's a different relationship now because now you're a caretaker as opposed right. to being like your best buddy who you wanted to go and like be your bro 
you know? Right. And they grew up super fucking close. Like we saw before the accident. Right. And it's just all around heartbreaking. Yeah, it felt like that's that scene was riveting TV. Riveting TV. OC's over here fighting about a tagged photo, and they're over here giving us fucking real life storylines. Like, yeah, like real, like the OC episode was called a telenovela, and I was like, this was a telenovela. Like, this was like real. This (laughs) was a fucking telenovela, bitch. This was fucking good. I me muero. (laughs) I me muero. Um, uh, I also thought that it was a little sidebar when they were talking about the wedding. I thought it was cute that she was like, oh, my friend Lisa's kids are going to be like the flower girl and the ring guy. And that's oh, it. Yeah. I was like, oh, are they that close? Yeah. I like, you know, I don't we know. haven't I just been like, getting a lot of Lisa. No, oh, we that's, haven't. That's who I forgot in the ranking. Oh, and that's who I also her. thought that um, our Marisol and our Adriana would be way better full time than Lisa. Lisa to me doesn't feel full time as to where Adriana feels full time. Like she had even, more solo even, scenes than Lisa. Even Maris, even Marisol. Yeah, I don't know. It's very interesting, but I mean, nonetheless, I don't care what anyone's friend of Housewives what they're holding, what they're not holding the mojitos. It, I'm loving every single cast member. Just give me the content, and that's okay. That's okay, baby. Because you're Anyways. all going to be at the reunion. Anyways, that is our Real Houses of Miami recap. Now let us go over to Salt Lake City. I was just kind of telling Jen, I'm here for you. And then Jenny comes, starts coming at me. And she, this man is lying. She said a lot of things about you. Okay, sorry. Yeah, no character, please. <laughs> if I did say a lot of things about Jen, so what? It's none of your business how I feel and how I approach Jen. Right. Okay. All right. Let's talk about Salt Lake City. Salt Lake is giving this season. Mo has said it time and time again. It is giving Beverly Hills season two energy. I mean, it's just, they're having a breakout season and y'all bitches need to watch. The ratings are not that good. The ratings are not that good. They were beat. Portia beat them. And Portia was on later. So that means he, people purposely did not watch Salt Lake City. No, Portia is, Portia is on before. Is it on before? Oh, so that yeah. means y'all just dropped off. <laughs> <laughs> About 100,000 of y'all just dropped off. Um, this episode opens uh, with Jenny. And her, Jenny's like... Jenny! Jenny! Hi, Jenny! Hi, Jenny! Jenny. <laughs> Jenny, Hi. Jenny, Jenny, um, Jenny. My friend, who I don't know what to call him. My friend, um, he sends what? me. <laughs> what was that? He literally sends me that video every day, and we send voice memos. And every voice memo, he'll be like, "Jenny, <laughs> Jenny." I'm hey, obsessed Jenny. with it. Um, yeah, her little her her nice car and her cheesecake factory bag. I was like, "Come on, come on, okay. cheesecake." I don't know. The Cheesecake Factory, I was like, we're really eating that unironically. I um, love Cheesecake Factory. I don't want my housewives to eat there. I don't care as long as they throw glass when they do it. I don't know, bro. <laughs> they they got to be at a fucking Ruth Chris Steakhouse like where Jen and Meredith were. <laughs> but no, it's like, wow. Uh, so Jenny and... Can you imagine uh, if Jen ate Meredith out of a Cheesecake Factory? Iconic. Iconic as fuck. Iconic. I take it all back. <laughs> <laughs> as long as the brown bre- bread is on the table. <laughs> Girl, the brown was something, eh? Somewhere. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> she wasn't eating the bread, I'll tell you that. Because mm-hmm. she had um, tuna. So this scene is going back and forth with Meredith and Mary, and then Jenny and her husband. Um, 
I really just want Jenny to stop talking about the sister wife thing because that that was DOA. Like, I mean, like it's just that. No, did I didn't even pay. Attention I think I think that her. I I literally think that her her and her husband just said that to like have a story. I think that's totally fabricated. I don't think that he actually wants a sister wife. I think so too. And then like Mary's giving you another storyline where she's being super problematic and racist towards you. So like run with that. Forget the fucking sister wife thing. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad that she is running with that because now yeah. like Jenny really like I loved Jenny in this episode. Like it was like very, it was great. Like, I love Jenny the past like few episodes. I think she's yeah, him too. that snowflake. And I think. Yeah. I don't, and any criticism towards her, I'm like, okay, she's a first season housewife. She's doing a lot more than some first season housewives and she's earning her place. Yeah. At first in the beginning, it was hard to see that because there was so much going on with Jen. But now that it's like evening out again, like with the other women, like the, the Shaw scandal is kind of settling in and becoming just like an, you know, another storyline. Um, like I feel like people Jenny, who are likable, like, I'm sorry, I, Jen Shaw's being so fucking likable the past few episodes is, to me. When that whole like Louboutin shoe thing, I was living for her. <laughs> she took that shoe. And then when she saw the receipt inside, she saw dollar signs and she said, these are going back to the store for money. <laughs> Again, for money. No, I was like, she's liquidated. <laughs> she's like, you don't, you don't want these? And the receipts in the box? I'm taking these. Yes. <laughs> I mean, you thought the exact same thing. I was like, she is her eyes those. lit up. She's like, returning yeah. those. She's going to Neiman Marcos and she's returning them. Um, so we get Mary and Meredith sitting down, and Mary is okay. Like, guys, like, I'm sorry. Like, she's kooky. She's funny. She's such an enigma. She's like so weird to watch. She's but an enigma. Many- Wrapped in wrapped cash. in a riddle and cash. Wrapped in a riddle and racism. Yeah, like I'm like I'm like at this point, I don't know how we can just look. I don't know how we can hold Ramona's feet to the fire and not say anything about Mary. Like I mean, like this is like it's getting it's, to the point. It's where getting bad. I don't think. I mean, I think if anything, they'll have her as a friend of next season. If the rumors are true that she didn't show up to the reunion, she's done. If she did show up to the reunion, I think she can be a friend of uh, Meredith next season because she honestly has no ties to the cast. But no, like she the hates stuff all is, of them. The she literally hates all problematic. Them. It's like it's offensive as fuck. And like, how do you not see that it's offensive? Like later on in the episode. So in the last episode, we didn't really we didn't get to cover the pho lunch that Jenny had, which was great. It was like an iconic like housewives like group event already. Um, I think it's going to go down in history, but it was Jen, so good. like she says to Jenny, like your slanted eyes are pretty, which is then just she like, said you what, have yellow in what, undertones in what, in what world do you think that's like, okay. Like in, then, in what world do you live in? Literally, because it's and then not this mine. episode she doubled down and she's like, oh, I do things slanted eyes are beautiful. So if I, I'm, I'm very sorry. I'm like, why are you? She just told you, she why just told you that the, that it's offensive, and then you said, "But I do." But think then that, Meredith's why? fucking fake ass wants to come in and be like, "I don't, I don't, I don't think she meant that offensively," or like trying to fucking cover Mary's ass. And it's like, dude, why? What does she have against you? She knows that Jen ate you out. She knows that Jen ate you out at that cheesecake factory, and you are trying to cover your ass by covering her ass. It's I. It's bad. And then in the sit down, she mocks Jenny's accent. Like, and then like, Meredith's face was just like, <laughs> like, no, Meredith was like, no characters, please. I'm yeah. like, Char- <laughs> I'm like, Char- characters. That's a whole damn do you culture. Think, do you think, yeah, literally, do you think that Meredith thought it was going to be cut out? Like, I think like, so. I think, I like think- the stuff in Dallas. 
I think Meredith is like, yeah, I think these housewives don't realize that the the production team is not on your side. Like if yeah, you're going to say there's like, times you know, where like, you know, I'm reading the Dave Quinn book again, like, as I said, and I just finished the OC chapter and I guess like there was a lot of racist shit that Kelly said that was edited out about oh, like Peggy. That is, that is like, not surprising. Yeah. And they were like, well, they cut it off. And then they, when you go back to Dallas, the racist stuff that Leanne said, um, they all thought that it was going to be cut out because Leanne was a star. So they were like, oh, this stuff's not going to be shown. So why are we, you know, like talking about it? Then I think with this, I think Meredith thought like, oh, they're not, they're not going to show this. This is not, you know, we have Jen going on. Jen's going to jail. Why would we show this about Mary? You know? But it's, it's so bad. Like, I mean, like, and and I see people like defending her on Twitter. And then the, and their only argument is throwing Ramona into it. And I'm like, Ramona has been literally every literally season, lit on fire about every like, and rightfully so. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. But, but like, like the same energy is being held, guys. It, it's being held. And and stop ignoring, stop ignoring it. Like I'm like, I'm like, at this point, it's not one random time. Like she said the I can count them all on my fucking hand. She said. I don't, if there's black men outside of the 7-Eleven, it freaks me out and I don't go in there. Uh, she said, wh- what else did she say? She said the slanted eyes. She made she fun the of the color thing about she, her husband. She said, she my said husband's a white man. She said the color <laughs> thing about her husband. She said me- uh, the Mexican thug thing. I mean, that's five, that's five different, like at, at, at the minimum microaggressions. Yeah. You know, like at the, at the minimum, it's just, I don't know how much longer we can ignore it. I for think the if sake we keep of the cam- yeah, I think if we keep the camera on her season three, it's going to be really bad. Like Bravo's not dumb. They know that like in this culture, it's just not acceptable to have. I think that if she shows up to the reunion, she will be a friend of next season. I don't think in any world we get Mary Cosby as a full-time housewife next season. Mary is saying racist things. Like she's flat out saying racist things. Yeah, she is. You know, also, or like, like, I just don't, I mean that whole sit down when they were like, I, when she was like, well, I don't, and you know, I don't think I even say these things like off, you know, and Lisa's like, well, you, you did bring up the Mexican thugs. You did, you did say that. And she was like, I don't even talk like that. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, what like do you mean? You life. talk about it like every other episode. Yeah. She's like, I never, I never said that. And if I did say that, then I meant it was a cartel. <laughs> I'm like, Which still isn't like, you're like, if you're, if you're immediately thinking like what she could have said is like, Jen is like acting like a thug, like a drug like a druggie or something like that. Or like, I don't I mean, know. It, like, I guess it did kind of make sense when she was like, I just saw her, you know, I saw that face with the, with the hair and her leaving court. And I, that picture just the helicopters, in my brain. And the helicopters, and the helicopters like the cartel. Um, I don't know. It's just a lot of a lot. I think and it would I'm be like, one thing if it was one of those five things, but since it has been five separate occasions of racially charged comments, you can't ignore it. You like it's like it. it's yeah. it's bad yeah so and meredith has got to speak up i don't care what she's got on you or whatever because if you're going to speak up about what jen does and jen saying certain things that are offensive you got to have that same also thing. i think it's like super funny it's not funny but i think it's like remember preseason how she was just tweeting at whitney and heather and she's like you're racist you're racist both of you racist and oh, then i know now it's like okay deflecting much yeah, it's like we now we see why you are trying to shine the light on, you know, the, your other cast members when you are the one who's actually probably racist. So it's a mess. But on to something a little bit more later. <laughs> Let's talk about Lisa Barlow. 
Hi, Jenny. Um, hi, Jenny. The way the way she greets people, like her son's prom thing, she opens the door. Lyman. <laughs> oh my gosh, it wouldn't be an event without Lyman. How are you? Good to see you. Thanks for helping us with this. You know what I was thinking? Lyman, hi, Lyman. <laughs> wouldn't be an event without Lyman. She goes, Lyman. <laughs> and what was his date's name? Was it Sarah? I don't know. Sarah, are you excited? Um, You're excited, aren't you? I always, you know what I always think about when these kids have their prom moments, you know, on these shows, I'm always like, at their school, do you think they're like, their mom is like, they're going to be filming. I'm going to go to prom with this. We're we're in that limo, okay? We're going in that limo. We're we're showing up to Miss Barlow's house, okay? Like, Absolutely. And I love how that whole scene, she was just trying to get in every photo. And he's like, who's going to prom? And she's like, <laughs> if I could go to prom for a jock, I totally would. I would. <laughs> <laughs> I just love her. Um, I'm we gotta, She's a queen. queen. Heather and Whitney scene. Um, did Mary have something to do with Jen getting indicted. Mary and Meredith were the only two that were not on the bus and they both hate Jen's guts. And but Jen was like, this is the storyline is so stupid to me. Like Jen was clearly being followed for like 10 plus years. Oh, for a long time. Yeah. But at the same time, if Meredith hired a private investigator, I understand where like where Heather and Whitney are trying to connect the dots here. I don't think they're working with just like thin air. Like is the theory true? Probably not, but it's a plausible theory. It is. And I also think that Whitney knows that this launch of the skincare line, which Iris and Bo, Whitney Rose, whatever the fuck it's called, uh, needs to be shown on camera. So she's like, let's talk about this during this scene while I'm packaging the stuff. So that way you show my business even more. And then let's Whitney, make sure. Whitney's smart. She's I think smart, Whitney- but I don't know how smart because I've, like I said, I've looked up the skincare stuff. It's not, <laughs> it's not great, guys. It's very expensive for the ounces you're getting and for what you're getting inside of it. She has a moisturizer called a glow moisturizer, which has nothing that will bring your face glow. As someone who is a glowy, dewy bitch 90% of the time, I know this. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, and then they're going to bring up this theory to Jen. And I think that's when we get the, hopefully when we get the, if you have, we haven't even gotten to that scene. If we haven't you even have got to anything to do. We haven't even gotten they, to the, converse, the fake conversation of, I rented a house in Vail this weekend. You know? I thought they just went to Vail. Or where where are they going? They're going somewhere else. I don't know. Where well, we going. haven't gotten to the second trip. Wherever yeah, the no, fuck they're going, wherever they're going. Gotten the fake Megan King Edmonds going to see the Irish ancestors. We haven't gotten that fake storyline yet for Wait, which like, one? Remember when Megan King Edmonds was like, I need to go see my fake Irish oh, ancestors. Yeah. So we're going to Ireland. Um, <laughs> she was yeah. literally like just walking up to people in the street and going, like, Are you my cousin? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, Let me just go explore the city and see if I can find an Edmonds. Literally. Or not, not, not an Edmonds. Um, that wouldn't be that wouldn't be the the name. That would be King. <laughs> um, but yeah, that that's very interesting. Uh, also, the Jen scene with her mom like kind of made me sad. Yeah, that was. Um, I feel like she was just you know she's really trying to pull at those heartstrings every chance she gets. But, like her mom, like 
Or when they came into that. Yeah, that was sad. Or when they came into the party, her and Shaw, and they're like seeing the like press um, step and repeat. And she's like, oh, well, you know, should we? <laughs> like <laughs> it coming into everywhere, like so demure now. And like, so, you know, so shy. So like, so like, so like shy, 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 shy. Yeah. And meanwhile, she's like a fucking menace to society. But I'm menace. telling you that Jen Shaw is coming off super likable. Let's talk about the party. We get a glimpse we get a glimpse of Angie. Like I said, you'll if you blink, you'll miss her. And Sarah Jane. And Sarah Jane, which isn't she the she's the one that was at wasn't she the one at the Capitol riots? No, that was the other one. The one that was um like Happy Birthday in the first episode. <laughs> Sucks because she was an early fan favorite, and then she, she showed up. Fan favorites. And everyone then, was like, "Bitch, bye." Then nope. she stormed the Capitol. <laughs> <laughs> like, nope. Never mind. Um, any chance that you thought of getting on Bravo? Bye. But um, I mean, so Sarah Paulson cosplay Angie. We got like two seconds of her. I don't understand. Like, why didn't they think to run with this friend of? Yeah, I I loved everything. I loved her, she was great. She had two episodes of like being a star, and then we were like, bye. I know, and it, and I was sitting there watching, and I was like we will probably never see Angie again. again. And it makes me, it makes me so sad. There's, there's certain friends of that. You're like, I never need to see you again. And then there's certain friends of where there needs to be like an in memoriam segment where it's like gone too soon. <laughs> there's so many. I can't even. Yeah. Yeah. It's like sad. Um, but Jenny has the boots with her. She is like ready to give them. Heather's like, are you giving the boots? You're giving the boots back to Mary. She's like, yeah, here. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, also I was like, oh. like Heather's face lit up. She was like, Ooh, this She's is going to be up. good. She's cracking up. She's cracking up. Is us. So like she is us watching the franchise. She's like, Ooh, this is good. Ooh, this is good. Heather is very much a side character. This is very much so. Sheree in the corner. Like, <laughs> but also like, um, okay. Alleged reunion seatings have come out and it's Jen Shaw next to Andy, Lisa next to Andy, and then Heather next to Jen, which what has Heather done this season to deserve second seat? Well, it's just because she's like a fan favorite. Yeah, but it would make more like Whitney's been close to Jen all season too. Like not close, but she hasn't been like against her. Not as close as not as close as Heather though. I know it would just make more sense to have Whitney second seat though because she's been bringing it every fucking episode, and she and Lisa are literally running this entire franchise. They are moving the story along like no one else could. This franchise wouldn't be where it's at right now if it wasn't for Lisa Barlow and Whitney Wild Rose, Iris and Bo, hyaluronic facial. You know. Yeah. I'm also so sick of I'm loving Meredith this season. I really thought she came out to play with, you know, she's not disengaged like she was last season, but, but you are at an event with about a hundred people. Okay. If Jen shot is there, like move on. She's like, why are people deaf? Don't invite me to events. If you're going to invite. That is your coworker. That's your coworker. Move on. If I showed up to work every day and I was like, I'm, I can't, I don't like this woman and I'm not going to work with her anymore. They'd be like, okay, then you're fired. Like, that's your coworker. That's why Meredith, to me, will not last past a season four. Yeah, no. And then, uh, yeah, she doesn't have like the lasting. I see her like, yeah, fizzling out after season four. I see the ones that stay are like Lisa, Heather, Whitney are like, are, yeah main girls um but the ladies all sit down 
Jenny addresses the slanty eye comment. Meredith is like, I guess that's offense if it's if you say it's offensive. And I loved Jenny's confessional. She's like, no, it is offensive. I'm here sitting. I'm an Asian person. I'm sitting and telling you this shit is offensive. And then She's I like, love it's not offensive to me. It's offensive to everybody. Everybody. And then I loved um Lisa's. <laughs> A comment where she was like, uh, I don't think we need to take a gala survey to know that that's offensive, Meredith. Yeah. You know, like, um, I do but- get where, like, later Mary was like, okay, Lisa, why didn't you bring this up, like, later? You're an asshole. Like, you could have just been like, the Mexican thug comment was offensive at the moment, or anytime you saw me after, you waited to pile on, which. I mean, it was messy, but I lived for it. But, but also, I like, it. I feel like I feel like I would have been shocked in that moment hearing that comment and not knowing how to respond, especially to Mary, because Mary just blows up at whoever. Like, you have to like, right. cri- like, really critically. But also, think. like, you, maybe you can go Lisa... into an argument with you can go into an argument with Mary saying exactly what you need to say, it, it, like everything, like right, and she still will pop off at you. So it's like very like you. I also know think what... that she was like probably not thinking, like we were saying earlier, that it was going to be shown. Also, sixth comment that Mary made was when she's like, I don't know if you, why you think that's offensive or like, well, she said something like in America. Oh yeah. And I was like, like, I was like, oh my God, Mary. In America, we, we think that that's okay. I was like, no, no, we don't. We don't. (laughs) We, We think the opposite of that. Like we think that you should never fucking imitate someone's culture. That's not yours. Mary gets up. She runs away. Meredith goes and follows her. Meredith's outfit wearing that feather Cardi B wish ugliest thing I've ever was fucking so seen in my life. The so fact that bad. one of the feathers fell off and Mary's holding it. <laughs> Mary's holding it. While she's calling her and, driver. And the production is playing bird noises as, as they're walking away. Mary got up. Meredith follow her. Now Mary got up. Meredith follow her. Bird of a feather flocked together. <laughs> that was to me. That was the highlight of the episode. The birds, birds of fucking a birds of a feather, feather flock together. The jungle feathers as they're walking away. And Seth is like, what, what happened back there? Seth was living for the tea. And Mary's like, they, uh, they're over there saying that I'm talking about slanted eyes and stuff. I don't know. Like, it, it's not offensive. And he's, <laughs> his face is just like, what the fuck is going on? It's no, when she was like, I said she had slanted eyes. And he was like, oh. You see him like <laughs> you see his face is like, like you said um, what now? You said what? Who said that? Like it was like very, very bad. bad. We and were seeing fucking, the cracks of Meredith and Lisa. Yeah, Lisa's chasing after her, and she's like, "I'm not going to chase again." And Meredith's like, "Well, don't. Well, don't. <laughs> Good." Mass. These two don't like each other anymore, and they're just holding on to it for like sake of being on the show. Still, I think. Because they're very much in season two. They don't know what the possibility of season three is going to look like if there will be, you know? And I think they're hanging on for it for the sake of the show, but they're not friends anymore. I don't think that they text each other. I don't think they call each other anymore. I think they are done. I don't think that they're done. I think that they have like a 10-year-plus friendship. I don't think that this was a friendship that just happened because of the show. So I think that they're trying to figure out how close were they in those 10 years, though? It feels like they were close. I don't know. It feels like they were close, but were they actually close? I don't know. I guess we'll see if the relationship falls out. The, re- you know. the relationship's going to fall out at the reunion. Mark my words. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. As Carolyn Manzo said. Next episode. Mark my words. You heard it here first. Look, look at you. Look at you quoting Caroline. <laughs> People can do hard things. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> there was a there was a couple of memes that I saw over the holiday break that were both Caroline ones, and I wanted to send them to you because I was like, look it, they're they're <laughs> look it. <laughs> um, but anyways, I'm excited for the next episode. We get Lisa and Jen on that bus where <laughs> Lisa is like, I can't do it. <laughs> and then they they try to physically fight each other. And that, I mean, and that, that moment is just replaying in my head. I'm, I'm so excited. I'm so you, excited. You want to go? You want to go? <laughs> <sighs> we have a season. Anyways, that is our Salt Lake recap. And that is our latest episode of It's About Bravo. Thank you guys so much for listening. You guys know where to follow uh, follow us at about underscore Bravo on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, make sure to like, rate, and subscribe. And we will be back at you with a new episode next week and more content to come in 2022. Yes, girlies, we're ready. Jenny. Jenny. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.